Friends, welcome to Leadosophy, where an open mind is the rule and not the exception. I'm your host slash co-host, Michael. I'm Tim's son. Um, in the next three episodes, uh, me and him are going to be doing a a whole long interview, just splitting it up in three parts, uh, talking about my college experiences, some of the ways I dealt with those things, um, just reflecting on that, on all that, and me and him are just going to sit down and talk about all of it. So I hope you guys enjoy. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of leadosophy, Tim Wood. Welcome back, friends. I'm Michael. I'm going to be your, your host for the day, joined by my dad. Good to be um, here. Thank you for joining us, whether you're listening or watching. We're, we're very grateful for that. Um, we're just going to kind of dive right into it, talk about whatever we want to talk about today. So this is, this is the second time I've had Michael on. Michael was one of my first guests. Actually, he was my second guest when we started Leadosophy. And we talked a little bit about his, his freshman experience. Yeah. Freshman experience, but you were only about two months into that experience. Yeah, just a little, just a little pup in that one. So he's out here for the summer, as you mentioned in the intro. We're going to kind of talk about his entirety of his freshman experience, and he's going to talk about maybe some lessons he learned along the way, maybe some obstacles he faced. But I think before we go into that, Michael, if you want to just do a little introduction about yourself, um, kind of your, you know, your background at Heidelberg and what you're studying and things like that. Yeah, uh, so obviously I'm Michael, uh, I'm his son. Uh, I am, I'm going to be a sophomore at Heidelberg University in Tiffin, Ohio. Um, I am majoring in biochemistry. Uh, I want to be a, an orthopedic surgeon when I grow up. That's kind of the, the long-term goal for me. Um, there's not a lot, there's not a lot about it. Um, you know, I, I played golf for Heidelberg. I, I played a lot of sports in high school, but um, ultimately, I came to play golf in, in college, um, but, but that, that's about it for me. So I think one of the natural questions, first questions for you, is I think I interviewed you, for, interviewed you the first time in November. So having gone through, you, you finished finals last week, right? I think yeah. last week. Yeah, last week. Having finished finals last week, what, talk generally about your experience, your freshman year experience. What was it like? Things like that, and then we can go into more some some specific details about your freshman experience. Um, generally, it's it was really cool. Um, I liked a lot of things about where I was. I think it was really important in terms uh, for me uh, the location that I decided on. It was really it was really good for me and who I was. Uh, I, I think everyone's different. All colleges are different, uh, but for me, where I was, it was really great. I really really enjoyed college. I enjoyed everything about it um but like you said i don't want to dive too much into anything because i know we're going to talk about a lot more of the specifics of everything but overall uh really fun i really enjoyed it i liked everything just about everything about it there there weren't many things that i didn't enjoy about it so you're we're still in the midst of covid and everything going on with covid are they still doing mandatory testing Uh, in heidelberg so they they never actually they didn't end up doing like too much mandatory testing. Um, There's one point where they offered like um, the vaccine uh, for all students, 
Um, mandatory testing wasn't really too big because we did have the hybrid fl uh, classes. You know, we had like half of our class were online, half of our classes were in, were in class. Were you in hybrid classes all the way till the end of the school year? We, yeah, we, we, we did, we started hybrid, we finished hybrid, Okay. but we are talking about next year doing full in class, like no online, anything, just full in class learning. So that's cool. That is cool. Um, but yeah, it was in terms of COVID COVID was, was probably the biggest kicker for us just because, um, you know, a lot of people learn differently. Me, especially, I don't like learning online. I don't like. You know, I don't like watching lectures. I don't like being on Zoom. I think one of the biggest challenges with that is being true to yourself and having that integrity to, you know, actually sit there and actually listen to the class. Because Do you have to leave your cameras on? No. <laughs> there are very few classes where you have to leave your cameras on. So it can definitely be like, camera off, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> is that what most... Students do, you think? Yeah, there's, there's, I know a good amount of people that, that weren't part of those, those online classes. <laughs> so you could literally just log on. Would you have to have your camera on initially to sh see, show that you were there? Or? No, they just take attendance. They just, cause, so we have like a, an online page um, that we, they had, they post the Zoom link. And what happens is we join the Zoom link and it auto throws us into attendance. Oh, it automatically enrolls your attendance. Yeah. There. Okay. And then, so like I'll, uh, a lot of my classes I would just join on. I don't have to. I don't have to have my microphone on. I don't have to have my camera on. They just. But you were still actively participating. Yeah, I mean, I I did really good in school. It was, yeah. it was everything was okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I can just I just joined in. I didn't have my microphone on. I didn't have my camera on. I could talk to anyone around me if I wanted to. I could do anything I wanted in front of the camera. They'd never be able to know that I was doing anything. I wonder if they're they're probably a little more freedom in, in the college experience, online experience in high school, I would imagine. Well, yeah, but you know, in college you're paying for that. That's true. You know what I mean? Um, and that was one of the things that I talked about. Um, the people that like my admissions board um, because in high school I didn't have the best attendance and I was worried about attendance going into college and they're like, we're not worried about that. You're going to be paying for school. You can miss if you want, but Touché. We're, we're still getting your money. <laughs> Touche. That's a good point. All right. So let, I wanted to ask you first about, obviously COVID was a challenge. We know COVID was a challenge for your first year, but what are some other challenges you experienced in your freshman year, maybe that you weren't ready for, or you were ready for, but it was harder than you thought it might have been. Uh, and if I could just pause real quick, this leadosophy is a fusion of leadership and philosophy, but this, I also end the show every time with, this is, leadosophy is about the tool for, for life as well. It's not just leadership. So yeah. I think there's some parallels. Yeah. So so go ahead. Sorry, I didn't um, mean to cut you off. Yeah, no problem. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges was just adapting. You know what I mean? Um High school and college are very different. In high school, you know, they're gearing you up to go to another school. And they're gearing you up to, to get ready to go continue learning and everything like that. But in college, you know, you're, you're more or less an adult. You know what I mean? I, a lot of kids are 20 years or older. A majority of kids, you know, there's plenty of people who join later and whatnot. Uh, but a majority of people there are going to be 20 years or older. We're, we're the foundation for the next generation of life. So in college, it's, you know, yes, we have to teach you about these things, but we also have to teach you that we can't just babysit you. In high school, I felt like a lot of teachers hold a lot of kids' hands and, and to get through school and everything like that. In college, it's not like that. Um, granted, 
Um, is that a freedom, you think, a problem for some college students, like a new college student? Did you see that? Because that's what I've always heard. But. Yeah, there, there's plenty of kids that I, I knew. Um, I knew I know plenty of kids that, you know, they get there. You know, the teachers, they don't care if you show up to class or not because, like I said, ultimately you're paying for that. Um, so they're like, you don't have to show up to class if you don't want to. I'm going to be teaching this on this day. You can be there if you want. It's a lot of, I think it was a lot of, um, self-integrity. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of, I like that self-integrity. It's a lot of being true to yourself. So me, I didn't, I didn't have to show up to classes if I didn't want to, you know what I mean? But I knew that, you know, like we're paying for that. I'm going to learn what I want to learn. But a lot of kids that get there, they're like, well, they're not telling me I have to go to class. I'm not getting in trouble for not going to class. I'm not going to go to class, but, you know, they don't care about that. Um, so adapting to that way of life, I guess, way of life, I don't really know if way of life is the way to say yeah, it. Yeah, I like but, that. That's good. Um, but adapting to that is, is, is weird because, you know, in high school I was a mere kid, and then you get to college, even as a freshman, they're just like, you can show up if you want. You don't have to show up if you don't want to. We're going to be teaching this and that. So just kind of getting used to that whole way of life was was weird just because you're going straight from high school where you're babysat to going straight to college where it's just like your hands free. Was that one of your biggest transitioning obstacles to overcome? Yeah. Because I don't never, it's, I never, you know, Michael obviously is away to college. He doesn't live with me. Yeah. But I never remember all, I talk to him almost every day, right? We talk almost every day. Yeah, just about. I never remember you talking about that as an issue. Yeah, well, you You just knew you had to overcome it yourself. It's just something, yeah, it's just kind of something deep down. It's just kind of, like I said, that self-integrity is really important. Um, Like being true and not falling into the cracks of the freedom that you have there. Because, you know, everyone knows college is all about college and all about doing any experiences. Um, so it's super easy just to fall into those cracks. And it wasn't something I, I necessarily, like, it wasn't a giant struggle, but it was weird because I was so used to just... You're like, nobody's watching Yeah, me. no one's watching me. They're not yelling at me if I don't show up. They're not yelling, like, they don't care because, you know, like I said, you're, you're paying for that experience. Um, but it was something that was weird because it, it was a challenge just kind of adapting to that because it's it's different you know what i mean so some when i went to florida atlantic some of my professors every semester there was a professor or two that did record attendance and that was part of the grade well yeah so i almost all of our classes they record so i had i took five classes a semester three of them they record we get it's a hundred points and that's a lot of points yeah well some kids don't care about that you know what i mean some kids just don't care that or some kids don't know about that because because um, they didn't read the syllabus. Yeah, and that's that was kind of my transition into the next thing was was being self sufficient. Um, in high school, it's everything's kind of handed to you. You know, you go to the first day of school, they give you this, they give you this, they tell you this is what we're going to be doing. And college is like, hey, welcome to the first day of class. We're going to dive right into the lecture. Um, everything's on our Canvas page. You can check it if you want to. If not, I don't care. It's on, it's on you. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Um, that was that was probably my biggest transition struggle was realizing that they they're not gonna give you any handouts. I have to do everything on my own. And now I'm I'm pretty good at being self sufficient. Um, Those syllabuses are gold. Yeah, I, everything that I did in this semester, I was looking through the syllabus to figure out because they tell you everything. They tell you what right. you need to be doing. They need to, They tell you requirements. They tell you. They gave you the rubric and those things. Um, 
that was my biggest problem was was finding out like hey this is all you bro it doesn't it doesn't matter um so getting into that it was it was a little tricky but you know once you get the grasp of it it's like oh okay well this is the class that i'm doing this is the, the assignment that i'm going to be doing i'm going to look at the syllabus for this or just even the canvas page the canvas page for people who don't know it's just like an online page they post assignments they post our zoom links they post our syllabus they announce stuff on there um so for the first like two months of school i didn't have i didn't have my notifications on for i have student canvas on my phone so i didn't have student notifications on so i didn't know what was going on because i was just expecting to go into class and then being like hey this is what we're going to be doing no way <laughs> that's funny um but yeah that was that was probably my biggest challenge was learning to be self-sufficient like in terms of like looking at the things that i need to be doing and looking at the requirements for all that stuff because i was so used to high school where they just tell me everything and then I just go and do it. So that was the biggest challenge for me, I think. So a funny story was a few weeks ago, I think I called you in a, I think it was morning time, your time. And you told me that you'd slept in, you missed the class. Oh yeah, that was a bad day. I was, that was a bad day. <laughs> and when you told me that you slept in, you was like, oh, I had a class I didn't go to. I slept in. I was really shocked. I'm like, I just didn't see you doing that. Yeah, because so, usually I'm, I'm pretty yeah, bad. I'm sure. I'm, my attendance is usually pretty good. I don't remember now. what I said to you, but. Uh, well, so it's funny. The funny thing about it is I took a class before that, and I we calculated all of our, um, like, ex how much it would cost for me to miss that class. And I told In you. In that class you did that? No, no, no. Oh, no, yeah, no. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was a while back. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was like my first semester of school, but we cal in my first semester of school, I had to take a required class, and in that class, we calculated how much it would cost to miss each class, and I told you that like the very first month of school, and for those of you that don't know, my dad isn't really good at remembering a lot of things that I say. That's true. My wife would agree as well. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was funny because I called you, and I told you, and you knew the price off the top of your head. You're like, that's a $700 class, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> but that was that was that was funny yeah. that so you that remembered was, that and told me that off the top of your head yeah and it was i i mean i wasn't mad at you i was just like let's just not get into a, a habit a, yeah it. let's not make this a habit and like i said it's it's totally easy to do especially yeah you know i can just log on and i remember when i went to florida atlantic i think it was probably my senior i think it was my junior year or senior year. so i went back to school i've said this before at like age 48 or age 30 38 and went back to school like two and a half years to get my undergrad, and I think it was my junior year on paper when I decided to skip a class. And man, I stressed out about that for for a while. Like I felt really weird, yeah, just not going to the yeah. class. And it was like a you feel guilty class. almost. Yeah, I never missed a, a philosophy class, yeah. which was my degree, but it was I can't remember what class it was. But. Yeah, it's super. It's super because I'm I'm in high school. I wasn't that that stressed about it because in high school I felt. Like high school was easy for me. I kind of got through high school pretty easy, so missing school wasn't a big deal. I didn't like high school at all. I, I hated high school, um, so missing high school wasn't a big deal to me. But you know, now I'm in in a time in my life where everything I do is super important to me. Everything, every class I take, I'm super adamant about retaining all the information that I bring in. Um, I'm super adamant about being there for my classes and and learning about all the stuff that they have to say because I know that. In four years, all that stuff's going to transition into what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. So I'm super, it was super, it was super weird for me, like you said, because I'm, I usually am not. What class did you miss? Was anthropology? No, it was a morning. I think it was. Astronomy? I think it was astronomy. Astronomy class. No, 
No, it was my sports psychology class. Oh, sports it's my psychology. sports, uh, yeah, okay. it's my sports psychology class. All right, so we talked about we were talking about the challenges Michael's faced in his freshman year, and I, I think this will tie in the very end when we talk about Michael's going to have some advice for for new college students. You know, if if he could give them some wisdom showing up to their first class, but any other challenges other than kind of that freedom and autonomy you have to kind of do your own thing, showing up to to your classes and and everything's put on you to learn it, to know the syllabus. Were there any other challenges? Anything from, I mean, food? I mean, you had unlimited yeah, I mean, access to food, yeah, like I all mean, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, just... just dorm life? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, dorm life. Dorm life was awful. I mean, I'm super... Because of COVID or just... No, in, just kind of because... I think it's because of who I am. Um, I'm super picky in terms of, like, people because I, I'm hard to do with, with people. Um, I'm a super clean guy myself. I'm super, super neat. Um, I think sharing a dorm with 30 other dirt balls was awful. Um, that dorm life, dorm life wasn't bad. You know, I had, I had some, some neighbors that were kind of noisy. Uh, I didn't really enjoy that. Um, I didn't really enjoy the, the dirtiness of the dorm, but it wasn't something that I like super, super was stressed out about. Sure. Um, you're gonna have that anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, that's life. I'm gonna it's have life. that until I'm living by myself. Um, the the life of a broke college kid is a is a real thing. It, that was that was one of the bigger things I struggled with. Um, but it wasn't nothing nothing too crazy. I didn't there weren't a lot of big challenges that that really presented itself that I was too worried about. What what surprised you about your freshman year? What uh, maybe some things that caught you off guard, um, you know, things, opportunities that, that showed up that you didn't expect, maybe doors that opened that you didn't expect would open, maybe new friendships, what, what were some things that, surprises that you didn't expect your um, freshman year? I didn't expect for myself to be as um, outgoing as I was, if I'm being honest, because I've always, in high school, I, I, had, I had a girlfriend, I had a best friend, and those were the only people I talked to in high school. Um, so that was one of the biggest things that surprised me. You're a pretty introverted person. Yeah, I mean, it's, and yeah. I, I don't think it's because I'm bad at talking to people. I think it's just kind of the way I've went about myself um, my entire life. It's just I don't really want to open up to too many people or let too many people in just because, you know, I might not like them or they might not like me. Not that that really ever mattered to me, but it was just kind of opening up to people was something that I didn't really do a lot. And I got to college, and I just, I, I joined a fraternity. Um, that was super scary for me. Um, Why was it scary? Just because, you know, like, like you said, I'm, I'm a pretty introverted guy. I'm pretty to myself. Um, and it's, it's stepping into the unknown. You know what I mean? I did not, you know, everyone hears stories about fraternities and what they do in fraternities and stuff like that. And I was super, super scared to step out of my bubble of just me and my girlfriend, um, and stepping off that cliff to to the unknown. And um, I think it was, at the end of the day, I think it was one of the best things that I ever did. How did that help you grow? I mean, how did that change you as a person? I, I think who I am now is completely different than who I was before I joined that fraternity. That's interesting. And I think that who I am now is someone that I like to be more than who I was before that. Um, and it kind of really opened my mind to just 
outgoingness, you know what I mean? Just kind of not being afraid to do certain things. I was super scared to do that. I was super scared to join. I was super scared of what was going to go on. Uh, but I just, you know, I just, I just did it. You know what I mean? I just kind of stepped over that cliff and did it. Um, and I think that's kind of changed the way I think about things in terms of going about things. It's just, I might be scared to do these things, but I could, if I, I felt like if I could do that, I could do, I can do whatever else and just step out and just go out and do it, whatever it is. Um, that was one of the bigger things that surprised me was, was changing into who I am now, just being a lot more outgoing, not being afraid to, to talk to people. Not that I was ever really afraid to talk to people, but in terms of like making friends and stuff like that, um, setting up bridges and whatnot. Um, the you're, So you also joined the golf team. You walked on to the golf team. Yeah, that was scary for me too because I had, um, in high school, obviously, um, not for you guys, obviously, but for you, obviously, um, I played I played football, I wrestled, and I ran track. Um, I got two knee surgeries in high school, and I didn't. I was able to play football there if I wanted to. Um, they offered that to me. I was able to try out for their team, um, but I didn't want to go through any more of those those knee surgeries. So I ended up joining the golf team, um, and that was scary for me too because I never. It's a sport that I never really took on in a competitive manner. It was always kind of. I'll play with you when I go out with you. I'll play with my grandpa whenever I go out with my grandpa. I'll go play with my friends whenever we're kind of feeling that. But I've never played that in competitive sense. And stepping off of that cliff was also super scary for me because um, I'm I'm not very good at golf yet. Um, I'm not bad, but I'm not, like, the best. Um, so being around a bunch of people who are good at golf um, and who know a lot of golf and not being good and just being in that environment and being bad, um, I felt like was something that was, I knew about, I was scared about, but I just did it. And I think I did it because I joined the fraternity. I think I was just, you know, I wanted... You joined the fraternity before the yeah, golf team, I joined right? the fraternity before right. I joined the golf team. Um, and I used that same mindset in terms of joining the fraternity that I used in terms of walking onto the golf team was just like, I'm not going to get another chance to do it. You know what I mean? And in four years, am I going to be sitting around like, dang, I should have joined the golf team? That's a great um, point. Man. The the doors that open maybe only briefly. Yeah. That you can I, either go through or, or not. Yeah. So we actually doubled in size this year in terms and going into my sophomore year. Um, the golf team. Yeah, and I might not have been able to walk on. I might have had to do like a a whole tryout where they would have been like, "Man, you stink. <laughs> See you later." I'm not as bad as I say I am, but. That's a hard sport. It's golf a, is a yeah, very golf, technical, golf, very technical golf, sport. Golf's a hard sport. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.